and we're live. Welcome all to Americana, the American way. This is Big John. You can find me on Twitter and Getter at the real underscore Big John. And night two of WrestleMania did not disappoint. Definitely was what I expect from a WrestleMania. Uh, others can disagree if they want to, but for 38 years I've been watching this. Uh, and. With the exception of the first few, I can't say how many few, uh, friends and I always try to predict the winners. Um, the first year WrestleMania, to see how far it's come in 38 years, and the fact that it's still going strong uh, after 38 years, I think puts it up there with the Super Bowl as kind of a tradition. Uh, if you're a wrestling fan growing up, you probably still turn on WrestleMania just to see what's happening, even if you're not someone that watches every week. Um, uh, the first WrestleMania I, I got to see for free because there, it was on what's called, <laughs> this is really ancient, uh, but it was on closed circuit TV, so uh, you had to go to a movie theater or a city center type place to watch it on a big screen. And it was beamed in via satellite. <laughs> uh, and so the, the, the satellite feed to Pittsburgh which is the television market I live in, even though I'm from and live in Ohio, um, something happened to the satellite feed. So the Pittsburgh television stations, uh, I think it was Channel 53, Pittsburgh, or maybe it was WTAE 4, I don't know. Uh, Monday afternoon or evening, they showed WrestleMania 1 absolutely free. And so I got to watch all of it. Uh, and even though they had the biggest stars of the day, uh, people like Dick Clark, some of you will have to Google these names, but Dick Clark, Cindy Lauper, uh, Liberace, um, who, the, the Martin guy that was like manager of the New York Yankees, whatever. Uh, but, I mean, they had a lot of celebrities there. The Radio City Rockettes. And that was to get attention to the wrestling. And it, it's what took... The, the build-up to WrestleMania was a couple years long. And Vince had just bought the company from his dad. And it was on an uh, installment basis. So if... Vince missed a payment. It went back to his dad, the whole company. Uh, but WrestleMania is what put WWF 
over the top and brought it to the mainstream. And next thing you know, people like Hulk Hogan are, and Rowdy Roddy Piper are household names. And every kid in school were talking about these guys. Uh, Andre the Giant, uh, you know, all of them. But it started out, go back, if you get the get, get on the Peacock Network or get on YouTube and, you know, f- watch WrestleMania 1. And it starts with the best backstage interviewer of all time, Gene Okerlund singing the national anthem because whoever was supposed to sing the national anthem didn't show up or something uh, or they were late I don't know but uh, I think it was Wrestlemania 3 they had Aretha Franklin sing start the show by singing America the Beautiful and then that became the Wrestlemania tradition. Uh, they opened with America the Beautiful, sung by uh, a pop star or, or whoever the big, big singer is of the time, like Ray Charles one year, or like I said, Aretha Franklin's done it a couple times. Um, and not anything against the national anthem or Gene Okerlund. It's just, you know, we go from some guy that interviews people backstage singing the national anthem to some of the most legendary singers of all time kicking the show off. Um, and of course now, you know, today they had 77,000 people in attendance. I think Madison Square Garden at its peak holds, holds fifteen or 20,000 people. So the attendance has almost tripled. Uh, it, you can watch it on your cell phone now. Uh, any place, you know, you can eat, some places you can even order it from your cable provider if you want to pay fifty or seventy dollars, <laughs> uh, or you can get it on the Peacock stream thing for five dollars a month. <clears throat> but far as tonight's show goes uh it kicked off with the men's raw tag team championship and it was three teams competing at once uh matt riddle and randy orton versus the street profits versus the alpha academy and it was, at first, I'm like, first to help, excuse me, starting just a, a Donnie Brook. Everyone was in the ring and they took turns throwing each other out of the ring. And I'm sitting here going, <laughs> these guys realize this isn't a battle royal, right? <laughs> so finally they settled down. Uh, it had its, you know, big spots, you know. People flying out of the ring, flying over the top rope, off the top rope, uh, hot tags. And it was just a a good tag team match. Uh, And the WWE doesn't do enough with tag team wrestling anymore, but uh, this was a good match. RK Bro or 
also known as Randy Orton and Matt Riddle, win the match. Uh, Randy Orton saves the day. Um, good match overall. Not 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 any not a lot to really get excited about, but good enough of a match. Uh, what came after that? Do I want to think here in order? All right. Well, we had Bobby Lashley versus Omos. Omos is. I thought he they were going to build him into a new Andre the Giant or you know the Giant. Um, the big show and he'd been on a streak for a while here and uh, Bobby Lashley had been off with an injured shoulder for a few weeks uh, and miraculously came back I guess he didn't have to get surgery after all so uh, it went back and forth that was a really short match almost had his uh, power moves you know, throwing Lashley around, keeping him in the corner, all that. And uh, then Lashley had his comeback and started tossing almost around, which is very impressive. I mean, almost is seven foot four, 400 pounds. And Bobby Lashley did a you know, great, like, snap suplex at one point. It was good, just good wrestling. Um, nothing great, but. It, it got us through. They got through it. Um, they had another gimmick match. Sami Zayn versus Johnny Knoxville of the famed Jackass reality show of MTV. Um, a lot of shenanigans. A lot of <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> weapons. You had... Um, A lot of interference from Johnny Knoxville's co-stars from Jackass. Um, out of nowhere came that the guy that dances in his underwear. He used to be really obese. Now he's lost a lot of weight. Well, it was still kind of funny. He came out and did his thing. They hit Sami Zayn with all their jackass TV show gimmicks. Uh, you know, there, there's a there's one thing they have. It's like a of the bottom half of a mannequin leg gimmick to a, a spring, and they release the spring and it kicks the guy in the crotch. They hit Sami Zayn with that. They had the giant hand. It's like as big as a person, and it swings on a pendulum and smacks you, knocks you for a loop. They hit Sammy with that. Uh, <coughs> Sammy tried to pull a table out from under the ring, and something hit him in the hand. He pulls it out a little more, and you see there are all these mouse traps glued to the table. So you knew somebody was going to take a bump on that. Uh, eventually, Sammy took a bump on the mouse trap table and got you know, a bunch of mouse traps sprung on him. Sammy was on the top rope, getting ready to jump at one point. 
Johnny Knoxville held up a detonator and uh, uh, pyrotechnics shot up off of the uh, ring post and Sammy sold it like it burned his crotch, which if it would have really touched him, it would have melted his spandex pants to his body, which did not happen. Um, but still, it was funny. Um, what else did they have? Wee Man came out and was beaten up on... Wee Man is uh, the little person from Jackass. Uh, he came out, beat up on Sami Zayn for a while. Um, I forget what the ending was, though. But Johnny Knoxville won the match. I thought that was pretty lame to have somebody that's not a wrestler beat a wrestler. But, I mean, it was in a anything-goes match. So Johnny Knoxville had all his his gimmicks from his TV show to use against Sami Zayn. Uh, most of the match, Sami Zayn dominated the wrestling, you know. Um, then we had the women's match, which I thought... I really didn't think this match was going to be as good as it was. It was for the women's tag team titles. You had the champions, Zelina Vega and Carmella, who I would, anyways, we'll get to that. Naomi and Sasha, or yeah, Naomi and Sasha Banks were a team. Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan were a team. And Natalia and Shayna Baszler were a team. Uh, from the way they were building this up, it seemed like Liv and Rhea were going to win. But uh, after a long, long match with a lot of good spots, a lot of great wrestling, uh, a lot of... I mean, it was just a great match. The women did great in this one. Um, I, I can't say anything bad about it, although I'm sure some people on the internet will find something to complain about. They had a couple spots in the corner where, you know, uh, Rhea and Liv basically powerbombed three women each out of the, off the top rope. That was pretty phenomenal uh, to see women pull that move off. Uh, That's a team effort spot, though. Even though it looks like the person on the bottom is doing all the lifting. Obviously, Liv Morgan cannot lift three women. Uh, But they pulled it off. They pulled off a lot of high spots. A lot of suicide dives. uh, A lot of trickery in and out. Um, So, overall, good match there. Um... The winners end up being uh, Naomi and Sasha Banks. The question I have coming out of this is, where will there be an actual women's tag team division? Because these belts are hardly ever defended. <laughs> Seems like half the time or more, when you see the women's tag team champions... One of them is wrestling in a singles match, and the other one is on the outside cheering her on. <laughs> so, you know, will these 
four tag teams stick together along with any other women tag tag teams they can make up and you know have some actual women's tag team matches they made a big deal about making these belts and then they do nothing with it um but moving right along what happened next let's see talked about that talked about that edge and aj styles uh this i thought was going to be the best match of the weekend and it was a very good wrestling match i'm very uh pleased with it it was a lot aj had his you know high spots and 450 off the top rope not the corner off the top rope 450 shooting star press uh you know the phenomenal forearm there was one point when the announcer said uh we think we just saw aj pop his shoulder back into place and that was about halfway through the match so if aj was wrestling with a bad shoulder he did a heck of a job uh finishing the match and not going home real early um then the ending aj's getting ready to go up for his finisher move uh, off the top rope in the corner and uh, out of nowhere there's damian priest and we don't know why i mean he and aj had a, a history together what Why is Damian Priest just there out of nowhere? So that was enough to distract AJ to where Edge could gather himself and uh, counter AJ's move off the top rope and then uh, finish the match. So Edge won. Good match. Edge played a lot of mind games with AJ throughout the match. That was Edge's thing through the whole build-up, was playing mind games with AJ Styles. Uh, And he did during the match uh, to keep AJ off his game. So they pulled off a good match. Uh, I think AJ just got some kind of injury. Hopefully it's not too severe halfway through, so they really didn't get the full, uh, full match in. You know, AJ seemed limited for uh, about half the match. Uh, but they worked through it. So that was pretty awesome. Uh, let's see what else was on the card. We come to... Oh, the on night one, they had to cut Seamus and that other guy and the guy they call Butch... Uh, versus the New Day out of the lineup because of time restraints. So this match occurred on night two. Uh, I went to the bathroom at the start of the match, not that I wanted to, but because I had to. Uh, And by the time I came back, it was over. Um, It was basically a squash match. Uh, Sheamus... Uh, and his partner just beat up the New Day. The New Day had a few good spots. They came out uh, 
wearing singlets. Uh, it was Kofi and an Xavier Woods, and they were, you know, they wore their singlets uh, to as tribute to uh, uh, Big E, who's got a broken neck right now uh, because one of <laughs> one of Sheamus' sidekicks that's not a polished wrestler uh, threw Big E on his head. Uh, now, the one they call Butch is the best wrestler of the three. Uh, he was formerly known as Pete Dunne in NXT. Why they couldn't just leave Pete Dunne alone and they had to call him Butch, I don't know, but it's WWE. They do weird shit. Uh, when the match was over, Butch got in the ring and started uh, beating up on... Xavier Woods and trying to pull his braids out and Seamus and the other guy had to stop him. Um, so then we go to Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory. <laughs> um, it, McAfee I thought would invest in some wrestling gear for this but he came out in a, a a black tank top, black jeans, and sneakers with a white belt. <laughs> I don't understand the white patent leather belt, but... And he was wearing a gold chain, that cheap gold chain that he wears. Uh, he didn't even take the gold chain off during the match, which I, I don't like that, but anyhow. Uh, McAfee started out throwing punches and doing not much else. Austin Theory carried the match, which was impressive for him. Uh, McAfee had some high spots. McAfee actually performed a, a great superplex off the top rope, where uh, Austin Theory was up on top for a high spot, and McAfee ran and jumped right from the, the ring onto the top rope, and performed a superplex and that's we that's rare that you see both wrestlers on the top rope for the superplex usually the guy giving the superplex is on the middle rope and this time he was on McAfee jumped from the the ring to the top rope in one leap so that was quite impressive uh Pat McAfee got the win it was a slow match, but it was a match between a, a trained wrestler and uh, somebody that's not supposed to know how to wrestle. So, it, you know, it was what it was. And it was entertaining for sure. Um, then McAfee and Vince McMahon are having words. Vince was at ringside watching his chosen one pat or chosen one austin theory uh wrestle and vince ends up taking his shirt and tie off and getting in the ring with pat mcafee <laughs> so and of course they had to sell it like well mcafee's tired he just wrestled a match oh what's vince of course is gonna pick the bones but McAfee really wasn't that tired and wore out. But Vince came out, threw a few clotheslines, 
couple other little moves here and there. McAfee interferes, uh, basically grabs, or not McAfee, pardon me, Austin Theory interferes, grabs McAfee by his feet, yanks him into the ring post, so basically a crotch shot or nut shot uh, to the post. So McAfee's now injured. Vince McMahon can pull off his finishing move. Vince McMahon beats Pat McAfee, but he gives the uh, the glory to his uh, chosen uh, future world champion, he called him, I think, Pat uh, Austin Theory. He gave the win to Austin Theory. So as Austin Theory and Vince McMahon are celebrating... And Pat McAfee's, you know, selling like he's dead. Uh, the glass shatters and out comes Stone Cold. And Stone Cold proceeds to beat up on Austin Theory. Give him a stunner. Goes on. Pretends he's going to drink a beer and bury the hatchet with Vince McMahon. And of course, as soon as Vince isn't ready, uh, Austin gives him the st- uh, kicks him in the stomach. Get And Vince like staggers back into the ropes. Now he's 76 years old. He can't take stunners and sell them like he did when he was in his 50s back in 1999 when him and Austin were having their feud. Uh, <clears throat> but eventually Stone Cold gets uh, uh, McMahon in the stunner and Vince can't sell it. Vince just crumples uh, as Austin stuns him. Uh, Austin Theory did one of the best sells of uh, other than The Rock of a Stone Cold stunner. Uh, bounced off the ring, went flipping backwards and all that. Well, then Stone Cold calls McAfee up into the ring. Oh, we're going to celebrate. You know, you you know, even though you don't know, you know eventually McAfee's going to get that stunner. <laughs> and so there we go. Uh, McAfee's drinking his beers, and him and Stone Cold share about four beers each. And... Uh, Then when McAfee's not looking, he gets the stunner. And he sold it pretty good. He paused in midair and spit his beer up in the air and then fell backwards. Uh, And then Austin drank some more beer. So then it was main event time. And it, it was a short but sweet good match. Uh, between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar to unify the two title belts. Uh, They both hit their moves. You know, Brock came out dominant. Looked like he might just, you know, mop the floor up with Roman Reigns, but you knew better than that. You know, Roman Reigns has been the company's guy the last couple years. So he was not going to lose this match in a squash. Um, They battled back and forth. Roman hit, you know, 
15 Superman punches and about 5 or 10 spears. And Roman needs to open his his move set up a little bit more. You know, it's getting old seeing, you know, Roman Reigns take a little bit of a beating and then spear, 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 Superman punch, Superman punch, Superman punch. Um, but as far as being the most recognized and most over man in the company, Roman is that and he's the best heel they've got right now the best heel they've had in a few years to be honest with you uh the fans love to hate him so roman's come a long way and i like roman reigns as a wrestler right now i just wish he did more than two moves in the freaking ring um he went for a spear and Brock caught him in a Kimura arm hold, arm lock. And it really looked like Roman was going to tap out. I really thought this was the end. Brock had him all cinched up. And then Roman slowly started making his way to the ropes. Uh, and he got within inches of the ropes and finally... Paul Heyman, when the ref wasn't looking, pushed the rope over just far enough that Roman could get his hands on it, and uh, Brock had to release the hold. So Brock's selling something, being tired, I guess, I don't know. And Paul Heyman's pleading with Roman Reigns to get up, and Roman's saying, my shoulder's out of place, my shoulder's out, and... Again, the the ringside announcers announce, oh my God, did Roman just pop his own shoulder back into place? And I don't, I don't know why that, if they weren't legit injuries, why would AJ and Roman both have shoulder injuries that they had to pop back into place? I don't know. It could have just been one of those WWE things where we have to, sell it like this guy's so hurt he can't continue. I don't know. Um, but Roman may have had a dislocated shoulder. Maybe as he was trying to drag himself to the corner, something happened. Or drag himself to the ropes, I should say. Uh, and it popped out accidentally. Um, I, I don't know. At the end of the match, after uh, he got out of the Kimura and gathered himself and popped his shoulder back into place, uh, there was a couple more, you know, hits here and there. And next thing you know, out of nowhere, Roman hits the spear after Brock Lesnar's kicked out. I don't know how many spears. Uh, finally one spear was good enough to put a fully recuperated Brock Lesnar down for the three count. So Roman is the uh, unified world champion. Now after the match, I don't know if he was just selling the supposed injury or what, but Roman looked like he was having a hard time lifting his left arm 
to hold up both belts in the air. So we'll see where that goes. If it is legit, what are they going to do? I mean, Roman Reigns pretty much only wrestles at pay-per-views anyway. So they've got another month to recuperate him to wrestle again if he did have some kind of legitimate shoulder injury. Uh, So we'll see where this goes. Um, And we'll see if... See if there's a rematch or what. Um, just to do some house cleaning. Uh, if I forgot at the beginning of the match, of course, Paul Heyman yanked the microphone out of the announcer's hand and announced, you know, the reigning undisputed uh, WWE champion. Roman Reigns and did his ladies and gentlemen my name is Paul Heyman and all that and when he was done that Brock ripped (laughs) the microphone out of Paul's hand and introduced himself as the guy that's going to kick Roman Reigns ass and uh, I think he said I'm going to kick your ass like three or four times Uh, Brock Lesnar (laughs) Uh, and in other Wrestlemania related news of course night one ended with the stone cold Steve Austin uh, Kevin Owens show and I guess leading actually leading up to this it was going to be Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey as the main event on night one Uh, I guess Rhonda was on Ellen DeGeneres announcing that she was going to be the main event of WrestleMania for the second time uh, earlier in the week. And about a week ahead of, a week away from WrestleMania, it was announced to everybody except for apparently Rhonda that. This KO show featuring Stone Cold was going to be the main event. Uh, They did not announce that Stone Cold was actually going to wrestle uh, Kevin Owens. So I was a little disappointed when I heard that match was, or that segment was going on last. Now, in hindsight, after Ronda had a good match with Charlotte Flair, but seeing that this was Stone Cold's last match and he was going to actually have a match with Kevin Owens, Ronda had no business being upset with how things turned out. She and Charlotte are not Stone Cold Steve Austin. It's just that simple. Now people say, well, Stone Cold's home state and blah, blah. No, it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. And it's his final match. His first match in 19 years. 
but also his final match. So obviously that had to be the headline of WrestleMania. Um, there was rumor that Stone Cold was going to wrestle Kevin Owens, but the fact was that wasn't decided yet. It was just a rumor. But more people are going to hang around to see what Stone Cold is going to do, and it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. The only person bigger than Stone Cold in the last 20 years is, or as big as Stone Cold, I wouldn't say bigger, is The Rock. <clears throat> and they were both bigger than Hulk Hogan. Stone Cold sold more merchandise than Hulk Hogan. It's Stone Cold. Ronda Rousey, I don't care that she was, you know, she knocked out four or five people and broke Misha Tate's arm in Ultimate Fighting. She's not Stone Cold Steve Austin. So, she didn't have any business being miffed over not being the main event or not going on last at WrestleMania when this is what Stone Cold built. I mean, if not for the Stone Cold Vince McMahon rivalry, there would no there would be no WWF or WWE right now, or at least not what it's become. Uh, Austin was a linchpin in turning the corner and beating uh, WCW in the ratings. Uh, his match with Shawn Michaels was a turning point in wrestling when he beat Shawn Michaels for the title. Uh, his feud with Vince McMahon saved the WWE. So, that being said, uh, both nights of WrestleMania were good. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Uh, it's what WrestleMania should be. There were some celebrities involved. There were gimmick matches. There was comedy. Uh, there was great wrestling. So, it's everything that a WrestleMania should be. I was very pleased with both nights. Uh, very happy with what I got to witness. So, that being said, God bless y'all. Have a great, great night. And I love you. Pray for one another. We'll see you next time.